Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in to AWOD Radio. What's going on, DMV? It's Playoff AWOD here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Join me. Either on the Odyssey app or listen in. You can call us, 1-800-636-1067. The son of the junks is back. Time to get up and at him and start your weekend. I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio. We've got a lot to get to on the show today. It's playoff time in the NFL, and uh, it's my favorite time of the year. Unfortunately, Washington season folded in Week 17. And the Commanders were eliminated in their inaugural season. It really did look like Washington was going to earn a playoff berth. And then Ron Rivera made the massive mistake of going back to Carson Wentz. And that cost Washington a playoff spot. And so I'm upset about that. And because of that, I'll be rooting against the Dallas Cowboys, against the New York Giants and Philadelphia moving forward. I want to see a team that's miles ahead of Washington win the Super Bowl. Not a team that's our division rival. We'll go around the NFL and predict each playoff game. We'll talk about the Commanders offseason as Ethan Cadeau from NBC Sports Washington will join me at 10.30 to discuss some potential offensive coordinators. And then at 11.30, we'll talk about the Wizards' recent struggles with Chase Hughes. At 11.30 from NBC Sports Washington, Wiz lost again last night to the New York Knicks, even though Kyle Kuzma had an impressive display of 40 points. Phone lines are open throughout the show. You can call in to talk about anything. 1-800-636-1067 from Alex Ovechkin's hunt for history, chasing the great one to college basketball with UVA's Tony Bennett becoming the winningest coach in UVA history, knocking off UNC the other night. We can talk about anything here on AWOD Radio. I'm live and local until 12 noon. one 800 636 1067. So here's what I've got planned for today. I'm going to start with a hot take about the Commanders, and we'll try to take some calls about the Commanders offseason, and I'll give you my reason why I am completely against Todd Bowley to be the next owner of the Commanders. He's actually worse than Dan Snyder. I'll break that down later on the show. We'll go around the NFL, look into the playoff matchups, and I'll let you guys know. Look, there's 20-plus hours of NFL football to watch from Saturday, two games today, three games tomorrow, one game Monday night. But we can't watch all of them, so I'm going to go through a list of uh, least watchable games to most watchable games. Which games this weekend do you have to watch in the NFL playoffs? We'll splash some casts and play some bets on the games as well as giving a full NFL playoff bracket with our Super Bowl predictions. But I'm going to start with this hot take, all right? 
And I know saying this right now, I will upset a few Skins fans, a few Commanders fans. I will say this and possibly get 100 phone calls telling me I'm wrong. But today, January 14th, during this show Saturday morning, I am saying goodbye to Taylor Heineke. Goodbye to Taylor Heineke. I want to honor him. TH4. I really do. And I know Commanders fans will remember Taylor fondly for a long time. One of the coolest stories in the history of the NFL. Quarterback. From his couch to an NFL playoff start. Worked his butt off all year. Had Washington in a position to win a playoff game. To get into the playoffs with one win. Then Ron Rivera pulled the rug from under him. Ended the Heineke era by unfairly going back to Carson Wentz. Right or wrong, that was Ron Rivera's decision. And it's clear, Ron does not value Taylor Heineke. He does not believe in Taylor. Everything was on the line. And he didn't even turn back to Taylor after one, two, or three turnovers. Rivera stuck with his guy. And Rivera's sticking around for another year. It's just going to happen that way because of hopefully the change of ownership. Dan Snyder's not going to pay Rivera to walk out the door as much as I would like that to happen. And that's why I'm telling you right now, Commanders fans, it's time to say goodbye to Taylor Heineke. He is not Ron Rivera's guy. He is not a rookie. You know what he is? He is a cult hero. Something for this beaten down fan base to root for. And we've been beaten down for 20 plus years. I was a season ticket holder for 15 of them. I went through 20 different quarterbacks. My time going to see games. Heineke is one I actually got hyped for. But it's time to say goodbye to the cult hero. Because it's never going to be fair for another quarterback. Everybody who comes in here to Washington to play quarterback, if Taylor Heineke's on the roster, there will be whispers from the outside and maybe even inside the locker room for some Heineke magic. And I love Taylor. I love the guy. I love what he did for Washington. But I want him gone next season. This is a goodbye to Taylor Heineke. Thanks so much for what you did. Now please, find a new home. And if I was Taylor... I'm getting in touch with the Arizona Cardinals. That's where I'm going if I'm Taylor. That Kyler Murray situation is a disaster. But I truly feel like the Colt hero needs to end. The Colt hero needs to die for the betterment of the franchise. Because if Taylor Heineke stayed in Washington and Sam Howell gets the start next season and he has one bad game, just one bad game, there's going to be people calling for Taylor Heineke again. I'd rather let Sam Howell completely fail for a full season, a full year, then go back to Taylor Heineke. Why? Because you fail with Sam Howell, and then you go draft Caleb Williams. Heisman Trophy winner, first Heisman Trophy winner from the DMV, currently playing at USC. Another season of a mediocre quarterback play with Taylor Heineke? I can't handle that. I can't handle that. Where Taylor plays just enough, good, just good enough to give your fan base some hope and give your team a chance in every single game? But you're biting your nails. And you're just waiting for the back-breaking interception or fumble. I can't have that anymore. I need the commanders to move on from Taylor Heineke. Either draft a quarterback in the offseason, go get a, a veteran like a guy like Teddy Bridgewater or something just to stick behind Sam Howell just in case of emergency. But let Sam Howell be the guy and move on from Heineke. It's been a nice story here in Washington. I love the guy. He says all the right things in the press conference. He went to the coaches and said, no, Sam Howell needs to start the full game. I'm not playing a half. I'm not going after Micah Parsons in a must-win game for the Cowboys, right? He is such a good guy, but it's got to end. It's got to end 
here in Washington. The Disney Channel original movie that is Taylor Heineke can be played out at some other franchise, not here in Washington anymore. This is a goodbye to Taylor Heineke. Agree or disagree? Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Do you agree with me or do you disagree about moving on from Taylor Heineke? I love the guy. I've had so many great memories, so much fun watching him dive into the end zone, take, take, uh, take pylons right to the face, breaking his elbow going into the end zone, giving him a, a chance against the Bucks, that game-winning throw against the Colts and the Packers this year, so much fun. But this right here on 106.7 The Fan is Adam Epstein saying goodbye to Taylor Heineke. Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Playoff Adam here on 106.7 The Fan. NFL regular season came to a close, and the Commanders did not make the playoffs. Even though this team was at 7-5-1, the sixth seed in the NFC, partially because Taylor Heineke couldn't get it done, Ron Rivera deciding to go back to Carson Wentz, the defense getting ran all over by Saquon Barkley in that second Giants game, and the Commanders fell short. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. Do you want Washington to move on from Taylor Heineke? I do. We've got producer superstar Caitlin running the board today. Call us, and she'll put you on the line, 1-800-636-1067. Do you want Washington to move on from Taylor Heineke like I do? I'll say this, though. I also don't want Carson back either, right? I want to make that clear. I do not want Carson back at all. I know he's grateful for this past year in Washington with the Commanders, and I feel like Carson Wentz is a really good guy from everyone, everything I've heard, especially giving up his suite in the final game to Sam Howell's family. Good guy, bad football player, right? And not what he once was at all. Uh, been beaten down by injuries too much, and now he plays scared, seeing ghosts, and his mechanics have gone to crap. And... I want Carson Wentz gone. I want Taylor Heineke gone. I want to focus in on Sam Howell. All right? He looked great in one sample size. I get it. It was one game against the Cowboys, though. But he looked great, and I want to bring in another veteran or a rookie. I want the cult hero gone in Taylor Heineke. Agree or disagree? Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Shane in D.C. Shane, you're on the fan with Adam Epstein. Hey, Adam, great show again always, man. You're killing it. Uh, it's the best show on Saturday mornings, not even debatable. Uh, hey, thank job, you. I appreciate friend. that a lot, man. Hey, uh, look, here's the thing. we got to say goodbye to, to Heineke, and the reason why is what he's done for this fan base. He will always be remembered here. I wouldn't say as an icon, but somewhere where he helped his franchise. Uh, uh, he put actually fans in the stands when we had no fans. Could you imagine if he wasn't on this roster, what kind of fan base we would have? I mean, right. come on. It would have been uh, like 95% opposing team fans. Exactly. Right? That's the only reason why those people went to the stadium is because of that, and I was one of them. And then I, I got rid of my tickets, long story short, because it's not But uh, here's the thing. You want to talk about offseason. One thing we got to do, man, we got to get that offseason offensive line. That's one thing we have to address is that O-line. And we got to get pain back. That's, that's our two biggest things right now. We don't need a Wentz back. We can use that money on, on pain. Let's just call it what it is. It was another failed uh, quarterback here in Washington, D.C. We're used to it. There's no surprise. Let's just get what we got. Let's just draft and, and put Hal. See what he can do. Uh, let's do what other organizations do. Draft a kid and bring him in and do what he's supposed to do. 
Yeah, and build with him, right? And really, you got to protect him. I agree with you. Got to replace uh, two or three offensive linemen in this offseason. It's so frustrating to see Trent Williams in the playoffs. Morgan Moses in the playoffs. Oh, our left and right tackle. Oh, yeah, and Brandon Scherf with the Jags. He's also in the playoffs. Well, Washington's offensive line struggled with all three quarterbacks this season. Let's go back to the phone lines. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Do you agree with me? We need to say goodbye to the cult hero, Taylor Heineke. Let's go to uh, Jimmy and Herndon. Jimmy, you're on the fan. What's up, buddy? Hey, Adam, what's going on, man? I think it's time to say goodbye to Heineke because I think that it was because he knew Scott Turner's offense so well, and that's why he was effective, and that's why he looked better than Wentz. Because Wentz, I mean, first of all, that's not saying a whole lot. I mean, this isn't 2017 Wentz that he looked better than. You know what I mean? Like, Taylor Heineke, loved the guy, great guy, you know, came in, gave us a spark. I get it. But with Scott Turner being gone, I feel like that was the only time that Taylor Heineke was ever effective was when he was running Scott Turner's offense. And so with Turner gone, Heineke gone. Who knows? Maybe Scott Turner gets picked up by some stupid franchise, you know, like, like, the, like the Colts or something, and then Heineke can go play over there. You know, because we don't need him here anymore. We just don't. He doesn't have the arm. He's too short. He just has too many shortcomings. Once they get enough uh, tape on him, you know, then, then he becomes ineffective. To me, yeah, I agree with you. It's time to let him go. You well, know, here's the it, thing, it Jimmy, fun, is that Taylor Heineke provided a spark and some energy and it was fun to watch him play, but he was never going to blow out a team. Even in the Texans or the Falcons, both teams were right in it for three quarters because Heineke makes mistakes, and he's just mediocre. You know, uh, he's the kind of quarterback where you need your defense to have an A-plus game. You need your special teams to have an A-plus game. And if he plays at a B-level or a C-level, you have a shot to win the game. It's just so hard. And so going into a new season here with a new offensive coordinator, you're right. Scott Turner was Taylor Heineke's guy, right? I mean, those guys are like blood brothers. They're going to stick together. Uh, they'll find a home together in the NFL eventually again. But because Scott Turner's gone, you're right. That's one of the reasons why you have to move on from Taylor Heineke. And I want the focus to be on Sam Howell this coming season. Howell. Howell's the man. Howell's got to be the guy. He's got to be the guy. No questions asked. We can draft another guy. I don't want Derek Carr. I don't want Derek Carr. Do you want Derek Carr? (laughs) I don't really want Derek Carr. I wanted Derek Carr last season, but after that whole debacle this season where he had Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, uh, Waller, and they couldn't win, I mean, they they barely won games this year. I am done thinking that Derek Carr is the answer. I'm, I just want to focus on Sam Howell, and I'm going to say this again. I want Sam Howell to either be great or fail because you have to decide what you have with him, and if he's terrible, then you you lost, you're going to get a good draft pick, and you go after Caleb Williams. That's the guy I, I think is going to be a future All-Pro in the NFL. I mean, I've been watching him for a few years, and he's got all the intangibles. I feel like that's a superstar in the making. But yet, I think Sam Howell's impressive. You know, Sam Howell's a guy that I watched at UNC before the year before he went to the pros. He was spectacular. He had Deami Brown. He was throwing it all over the field. And that next year, I don't know if it was, you know, the offense corner putting too much pressure on him or forcing him to run more, but he took a step back, and that's why he fell to a fifth-round draft pick. But a lot of people have said, even on draft night, this guy could have been a first or second or a third-round draft pick. I want to go all in on Sam Howell. And I think part of that... Ha- has to do with getting rid of Taylor Heineke so the fan base and in the locker room they can't 
say, hey, let's give Heineke one more shot here, see if we can get some Heineke magic and get in the playoffs. No, you have to see what you've got in Sam Howell. Back to the phone lines, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Stan in D.C. Stan, you're on the fan with Adam Epstein. What's up, buddy? This is why uh, this franchise is kind of like the laughing stock of the NFL, is that when you think that Taylor Heineke is a franchise quarterback, I mean, teams are laughing at us, man. I mean, I, you know, I give Taylor Heineke credit for what he did, and he gave us all that he got. But if you want to win six or seven games a year, Taylor Heineke is your man, okay? He, I, he will be an elite backup, but as far as a franchise starting quarterback in the NFL, he is not that guy. And I would like to see them get rid of Wentz. He got to go. He's shell-shocked. And uh, Sam Howell, from the little sample size I see, hey – you may got a shot. I saw them. I saw. I was at a game, and I was looking at both of them throw the ball. Uh, Keller Heineke and Sam Howell. It was like night and day, man. Yeah. I mean, Howell got arms. He got arm talent. And from what a little bit that I saw the other day, uh, he, he needs to get a shot. Yeah, uh, honestly, you know, it's the cheap, you know, answer, but he kind of is the best of both worlds with Carson and Taylor Heineke with the arm strength of Carson and the scrambling ability of Taylor Heineke. Now, it was just one game, you know, NFL defenses are going to get some film on him now and they'll be more prepared for him next season but I absolutely think you have to move on from Heineke Wentz and then yeah we can't have this conversation about oh should we bring back Heineke to be our backup no it's a backup for a reason in the NFL you go get a journeyman you go get a guy that you're playing as your backup just in case all right not a guy that's going to compete for the starting job and it's going to have the fan base saying oh we want Taylor instead of Sam Howell. All right, I appreciate you guys calling in right now. I can get back to the phone lines later in the show but I've got Ethan Cadeau from NBC Sports Washington to break down the Commanders offseason next on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein, you're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 1067 the fan. If you're enjoying the show, please support me during the week by downloading the Odyssey app. You can download it today for free and search 910 The Fan in Richmond, Virginia. You can also download AWOD Radio, the podcast, by searching on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm live 12 to 3, Monday through Friday, and so you could always listen to a one-hour best of every single day. The end of the regular season marked hopefully the end of this Snyder era or as people are calling it on social media, the Snyder error, because that's how bad he's been as the owner. Since the year 2000, Washington has one playoff win, tied for last in the NFL. Five playoff appearances, didn't make the playoffs in 24 of the last 30 seasons. One, just one all-pro first-team selection, 42% winning percentage, ugly. Worst stadium attendance in the NFL last two seasons, and for that, Though, I want to give a round of applause because the fan base stopped coming to games and stopped putting money in Dan Snyder's pockets. I actually love that stat. Worst stadium attendance in the NFL last two years. FedEx Field ranks as the worst stadium in the NFL. He's had 10 head coaches, 28 starting quarterbacks, five major investigations, and a lot of them are still ongoing. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio, and joining me right now on the BetQL guest hotline is Ethan Cadeau. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. What's going on, Ethan? 
What's going on, man? Look, it's Saturday morning. It's so there's football on for the next three days. I was all excited. Then you read off uh, Dan Snyder's resume for the past thirty years, and now I'm just depressed again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you, man. Dad, let's start right there, though. Um, Scott Abraham reported that Todd Bowley is one of the favorites to splash some cash and buy the Commanders. I personally am completely against him because of what I've seen him do with my favorite soccer club in Chelsea. But have you heard that report? And who are some other names that you've been hearing? I have not heard that. To be fair, I haven't been as tapped in on potential buyers as maybe Scott and a couple other people. I think even the most casual fan knows that Bezos and Jay-Z are at least interested. I'm not sure if that is like how realistic that is, but let's be real. If he wants the team, he has the most money, he can make the highest bid. So I would still put him as the front runner. I don't have any like second level knowledge on that, but I do feel like I've almost ingrained my head that if this is going to go through this, this spring or the summer or before next season, I just, I guess I think it's going to be Bezos. Joined by Ethan Cadeau. You can follow him on social media, Ethan underscore Cadeau, covering the Commanders for NBC Sports Washington. So do you have a timetable for this offseason? Because I've heard from multiple sources the date we all need to circle on the calendar is March 26th. That could be officially the end of the Snyder era. Yeah, that's the date I was going to point out, too. I believe those are the owners' meetings or league meetings, one or the other, and that's a pretty big date. I will say this, the Broncos, when they sold, I believe – they went up for sale in February, and it went in August. So that's a six-month, roughly, timeline. The commanders announced, or Dan and Tanya Snyder announced, they were exploring the possible sale in early November. March would be Late March would roughly be that same timeline. I'm not confident it's going to happen by then, but I do think this spring, maybe before the draft, and hopefully before like the summer, I think it could get done. Yeah, I know. I'm really hoping that it's by that date. Off off season needs for the Commanders. Let's go through Ethan. Your one, two, and three most important positions that Washington needs to either replace someone or fill a hole or go out and draft someone or get someone in free agency. Off season needs one, two, and three. Go. Yeah, quarterback would obviously be the biggest, easiest answer here. So I'm not going to say that. I do think they need to bring in some help at depth, but I do like. What I saw from Sam Howell, and as I think I've said before, the best asset in the NFL is a quarterback on a rookie contract. So I think they do actually have three bigger needs than at that position right now. Number one, offensive line. Besides Charles Leno, that whole group could honestly be replaced. What they were doing with Sam Cosme and Cornelius Lucas with a rotation, I've never seen anything like that before in the NFL level they got to decide whether Sam Cosme is a guard or a tackle. He said he literally never played guard before his first NFL game at the position, which is kind of bizarre. They have huge issues at center because Chase Roulier hasn't been able to stay healthy the last two years. And Andrew Norwell could be gone. Trey Turner could be gone. Neither one of those dudes is necessarily special in their own right either. So I think offensive line, they need a bunch of more starters, and they need – help at depth there as well. So offensive line is one. Cornerback depth is number two for me. I think Kendall Fuller had a very underrated, very good year, and I liked what I saw for Benjamin St. Juice, but behind those two, it was really tough to watch. I mean, Danny Johnson showed flashes in 
and stuff like that. I do think he's a decent player, but they need more than just those three. Danny, Johnson, Danny Johnson's also a free agent. We saw St. Juice make strides this year. He was good. But when he went down towards the end of the season, when Christian Holmes had to come in and a couple of these younger guys, it was just quarterbacks were only throwing on that side of the field, just picking on them. So cornerback would be two. And then depth in the secondary as a whole. I, I know Cam Curl and Derek Forrest are a really good one-two formidable safety punch, if not better. But when Curl went down, things got rough back there as well. So they need a lot of depth, especially in the back seven on defense. And I think that's what they got to prioritize this offseason. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on cornerback. And here's what I will say is that I think we've got one guy and Benjamin St. Juice, who can lock down his side of the field. He made a ton of strides this season, and he told a story when he, he went on an open mic on social media on Twitter the other day about earlier this season against the Eagles when throughout the entire week he thought he was playing slot corner, and then Saturday afternoon the commanders told him William Jackson third wouldn't be able to play. He's going to play on the outside. And something clicked with him, right? Because then at the end of the, for the rest of the season, he was playing on the outside, partially because of how good he played against the Eagles game. And then the other reason is William Jackson III never played another game for Washington. But Benjamin St. Juice took major strides this season once he moved to the outside. And now he's got the entire offseason to just focus on being an outside corner, not for worrying about being a slot corner. He's a, a guy that, from what I've heard from him, he loves to watch film. He's a student in the game. I think he's going to make a ton of strides this offseason. We have our cornerback one. The problem is, like you said, Kendall Fuller had a good season, but he's too slow. You know, he needs to play nickel. He needs to play slot. He can't be your number two corner on the other side. We desperately need to either go after a veteran cornerback in the offseason, someone that can make plays, or draft a quarter, uh, a cornerback there. I truly believe the best thing for this franchise, and that's why I started my show with this take, uh, Ethan, is that we have to move forward with letting Taylor Heineke go. The cult hero needs to go, so that's why I started the show mm -hmm. by saying goodbye, Taylor. I appreciate everything you did here for Washington. Had so much fun watching you, uh, but good luck to the rest of your career. Can't be here in Washington, in my opinion. Yeah, two words for Taylor Heineke this offseason. Highest bidder. You deserve to get paid. I'm sure there's a team out there that's going to offer him more money than Washington to come in and be their backup. I wouldn't be surprised if a team like Kansas City wants him to come in and back up Mahomes. I think that would be the most perfect situation for him. And also, like you said, I don't think he's coming back here just because also Scott Turner's not here anymore. That was a huge reason why he was here in the first place. He pretty much followed Scott, Minnesota, Carolina, Washington. The only reason why he came to Washington in the first place was to be that quarantine COVID quarterback in 2020. Obviously made the most of his opportunity and way more. Earned a legit two-year backup contract in 2021. Started 24 games for this team. The fan base loves him. But like you said, if they want to move forward with the quarterback position and in Sam Howell and whoever, they do got to get rid of Heineke. The one other point I want to make about Heineke as long as he was in Washington, there's going to be a quarterback controversy. As soon as yep. the quarterback's starting above him, no matter if they're more talented, more skilled, more proven, et cetera, et cetera, they make one bad throw. You know what the fans at FedEx are going to be cheering. We saw it against the Browns. Once his first pass, he skipped it to Brian Robinson Jr. Heineke Jan started. Next pass, what happened? Interception. Downfall <laughs> disaster from there. So if they were to bring back Heineke, I don't think it would be a terrible move, like, Personnel-wise, I actually think he's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league, but I do think it's almost like unfair to him because it's not like he chose this, but the cult following he has and the fan base 
that is always going to want him to play, I think that does impact the other quarterbacks in the in the room as well, especially yeah. a younger guy like Howell. I'm sure he's mentally strong enough to handle it, but then again, Carson Wentz obviously wasn't. So right, and he's and know. he's not Rivera's guy, you know. And, and Rivera, I mean, that's so embarrassing that he did so much to put us in a position to get in the playoffs, and you went back to Carson Wentz, who showed nothing throughout the season. I, I don't think Taylor even wants to be on Ron Rivera's staff with that, you know, that being said, because of the way he was treated this season. Uh, So, yeah, I'm I'm with you in that. Ethan, great stuff as always, man. Appreciate you taking the time to join the show today. Appreciate you having me. Yep, that's Ethan Cadeau from NBC Sports Washington. Follow him on social media, Ethan underscore Cadeau. I'm Adam Epstein. You can get in touch with me on Twitter at AWAD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. Back to the phone lines, 1-800-636-1067. Talking commanders on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. The Son of the Junks is back with you here on a Saturday morning. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. Started the show by saying, I want to move on from Taylor Heineke in the offseason here. I get it. He's a cult hero. He did some great things here in Washington. Won us some games. But he's not Ron Rivera's guy. And really, he's just mediocre. He's going to... Win you some games when your defense and special teams play spectacular and when Terry McLaurin goes up and wait, makes a game-winning touchdown catch over some of the best cornerbacks in the league. Here's what I'll give Taylor credit for. He lets his guys go make plays, but it's not going to help us moving forward. That's not going to be the recipe for success, having Taylor Heineke in this locker room with the way the fan base is obsessed with the guy. I mean, honestly, I've never seen anything like this. I, I'm 29 years... I'm 30. Wow. I turned 30 December 26. I'm 30 years old now, but no, a Commanders fan my entire life, a Skins fan, I've never seen the fan base love somebody as much as Taylor Heineke since Sean Taylor. And, you know, we only loved him after, you know... We didn't love him as much as we loved Taylor Heineke while he was living. R.I.P. to Sean Taylor, my favorite Redskins player of all time. But anyway, back to the phone lines. 1-800-636-1067. Do you agree or disagree? Washington needs to move on from Taylor Heineke in the offseason. Let's go to Wayne and Bowie. What's up, Wayne? You're on the fan. Hey, man, I listen to you as much as I can. Whenever you're on there, you're great, man, and I like your take. I I totally agree with you, but if you had made this statement before the Browns game, and I'm guilty because I'm a Keller Heineke fan, I was thinking that, okay, Carson has had a time on the sideline to look at the offense to see what he needs to do. I thought we was going to beat the Browns like 24 to 10 or something. Well, he proved me wrong. (laughs) But I agree with you. It's time to move on. Uh, I love Kelly. I like to see him get on with another team. And like most of the callers have said, He's only he was only there due to uh, Scott Turner and his familiarity with the offense, but uh, uh, then again, uh, Scott Turner didn't use him to the full advantage of his skills. You know, Taylor can roll out; he can do this, and a lot of things that Taylor did really wasn't all Taylor. I mean, contested catches. Yes, he went to. Uh, McLaurin a lot, but hey, McLaurin bails his butt out more times than anyone. So 
you know, I like Pierre. I wish him well. But I'm like you. Let's develop Sam Howell. Let's get someone in here, uh, maybe from the college ranks, if we can get a good draft choice. But like many of the callers says, you got to beef up the offensive line. Maybe Russ Grimm, Joe Jacoby, <laughs> and uh, Mark May, all those guys might come back, but I thought if they'd be effective. Anyway, Wayne, I got a question for you. Shows. Hey, Wayne, hold on. I got a question for you, all right? Because I, I totally agree with you. I was all on board with Carson Wentz. I, I really did think, hey, man, he, you know, he's got a good enough NFL IQ where he's been watching Taylor Heineke, and he came in uh, you know, in the final couple drives against the 49ers, and he was slinging it all over the place while they were blitzing. He was getting rid of it quicker than he ever did in his entire career. I was kind of with you. I thought we were going to beat the Browns. Uh, but the question I have for you, Wayne, is with Taylor Heineke, what do you think would happen? if he was in the locker room next season and Sam Howell had one bad game. Do you agree with me that all of a sudden, you know, you'd have the locker room split with people saying, oh, let's give Taylor another shot? Yeah, I agree with you, and that'd be a bad move, just like it was a bad move for uh, Ron Rivera to go to Carson Wentz in the first place before the Brown game. But, no, I think it's time for Taylor to move on. The guys loved him this year, but they want someone that can get that ball out. Another thing nobody didn't say, Sam Howell has the ability to anticipate Jahan Dotson made a cut to the right side of the field. When he turned around, that ball was there. He has a quick release, and I think you can develop that young man, but you got to start somewhere, and you don't start having him on the bench looking at other people. you got to get him in the game. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Great call. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling. Thanks for chiming in. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Mitch in Jersey. Mitch, you're on the fan. What's up, buddy? How you doing, Adam? Hey, man. Thanks for calling. Hope everything's, hope everything's well here. Um, I'm, I don't need to back up at best. Goodbye, Carson Wentz. Uh, I want to see you know, give it, give it, give it the keys to um, Sam Howell. But you know, and he's a good quarterback. And you know, North Carolina's got another good quarterback to be top three next year in uh, Maya. His brother plays basketball, I believe, on the basketball team, power forward. Uh, but definitely give it to Sam Howell. I wonder if um, you said Adams. Um, Devontae Anderson is a free agent. Sign him if it's possible. And, and would they draft a quarterback in the mid-rounds, Washington, this year? Kind of like uh, RG3 and Vince, and Vince uh, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, um, so, so here's what I'll say, Mitch. Is I, I wouldn't be against going to get a guy like Anthony Richardson out of Florida, a guy that's got so much potential but it probably isn't ready yet. Uh, but I, I do think the most likely scenario is Sam Howell starts and, I mean – People are going to hate me saying this, but I've heard like Andy Dalton's name thrown around there, and I don't like that, but I do think that's the idea of a veteran who can come in, and he's not going to challenge Sam Howell for the job, but he's going to be able to get into his ear and, and say the right things to make sure Sam Howell is continuing to develop throughout the season. Let's go back to the phone lines. Anthony and Bethesda. What's up, Anthony? You're on the fan with Adam Epstein. Hey, Adam. Thanks for taking my call. So, uh, look, I, I disagree with you know, pretty much most of the people that have been calling in. First of all, I don't really know how you give the keys to Sam Howe. You can't anoint somebody quarterback in January who hasn't earned it. Now, do I think you obviously develop him and get him more reps? They should have done that this year. And so it's unfortunate that he didn't get uh, more reps this year in his rookie year to be able to prove what he can do out on the field. And I thought he's done well, obviously, in preseason he looked good. 
and he certainly looked decent against Dallas. But I also disagree in the fact that we shouldn't bring back Heineke. Look, it's tough to find good backup quarterbacks in this league. Ron Rivera is the head coach, and if he can't man up and sit there and say who should be the starting quarterback based on who's wanted in training camp or what have you, forget about what the fans want. The coach decides who plays, but when you have a good backup quarterback like this young man who can come in and win you some games if necessary, why wouldn't you resign him? So here's what I'll say, and I appreciate the call, and I'll let you chime back here, but I disagree that it's that hard to find a backup quarterback anymore. Now, it's hard to find an elite starting quarterback. That's nearly impossible. But backup quarterbacks seem to be a dime a dozen right now. You know, Tyler Huntley's going to avail- be available in the offseason. You've got so many. Brock Purdy, you know, what has he done for the 49ers as a backup? I feel like because the average play of quarterback in, in the NFL has dropped off, the backup position has become easier to find a guy. And the reason I'm giving Sam Howell the keys to the offseason and to the franchise next season is because I'm okay with failure. I'm okay with him failing because then you do everything you can to go get Caleb Williams, who's from the DMV, who won the Heisman Trophy. And so that's why I'm saying you've got to solve the quarterback answer. You've got to see what you got with Sam Howell. I agree with you. We'd love to see him more this year, especially when we were 1-4. and four. Uh, But you've got to see what you got with Sam Howell. If it doesn't work, you go after another rookie the next year. Yeah, I, look, I mean, you know, your your way can work, and, and I believe my way can work as well. What I will say is, you know, definitely get Hal more reps. There's nobody, I think, in the DMV that doesn't want to see him get more opportunities and prove what he can do. And, again, he might be the answer. Look, I don't care that he was drafted in the fifth round. We all know that had he come out a year earlier, he had a first-round grade on him, and he might have been the first quarterback taken in the draft that year. So, you know, setting all that aside, it's about giving them the opportunity. On the backup quarterback thing, all I'm saying is you have a young man that's come in here for whatever, you know, good or bad or ugly with his arm strength or what have you, he came in and won us games at times when we needed it. And, yes, you can find backup quarterbacks anywhere, but this kid wants to be here. He's not going to cost much. So, to me, he's a decent insurance policy to have on the bench. No, it's a great point, Anthony, and I appreciate the call. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. If you want to chime in, I've got another hour here on The Fan. It's AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 